Hello and welcome to Bible 365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. I do hope you're all well and having a great day and looking forward to Christmas as we get closer to that very special day. And we're on day 293 of the programme and we're going to be reading from Jeremiah in the Old Testament. It's going to be chapters 3 and 4 and then into Thessalonians in the New Testament and we're going to find 2 Thessalonians it is um, and it's a whole of chapter 3. Um, and if it's your first time uh, listening to the podcast or watching it on YouTube, a very warm welcome. And make sure you start on day one. And that means there'll always be a video or a podcast ready for you. So let's get started with the Word of God. I will share the screen so you can see exactly what I am uh, reading. It's the New International Version. So let's get started here. Yep, I'll make sure that this entire screen is actually going to work here. Here we go, that's it started. And now we'll be doing from Jeremiah chapter 3. If a man divorces his wife and she leaves him and marries another man, should he return to her again? Would not the land be completely defiled? But you have lived as a prostitute with many lovers. Would you now return to me, declares the Lord. Look up to barren heights and see is there any place where you have not been ravished? By the roadside you sat waiting for lovers, sat like a nomad in the desert. You have defiled the land with your prostitution and wickedness. Therefore the showers have been withheld and no spring rains have fallen. Yet you have the brazen look of a prostitute. You refuse to blush with shame. Have you not just called to me, my father, my friend from my youth? Will you always be angry? Will your wrath continue forever? This is how you talk but you do all the evil you can. During the reign of King Josiah, the Lord said to me, Have you seen what faithless Israel has done? She has gone up on every high hill and under every spreading tree and has committed adultery there. I thought that after she had done all this, she would return to me, but she did not, and her unfaithful sister Judah saw it. I gave faithless Israel her certificate of divorce and sent her away because of all her adulteries. Yet I saw that her unfaithful sister, Judah, had no fear. She also went out and committed adultery. Because Israel's immorality mattered so little to her, she defiled the land and committed adultery with stone and wood. In spite of all this, her unfaithful sister, Judah, did not return to me with all her heart, but only in pretense, declares the Lord. The Lord said to me, Faithless Israel is more righteous than unfaithful Judah. Go proclaim this message toward the north. Return, faithful Israel, declares the Lord. I will frown on you no longer, for I am faithful, declares the Lord. I will not be angry forever. Only acknowledge your guilt. You have rebelled against the Lord your God. You have scattered your favours to foreign gods under every spreading tree and have not obeyed me, declares the Lord. Return, faithless people, declares the Lord, for I am your husband. I will choose you, one from a town and two from a clan, and bring you to Zion. Then I will give you shepherds after my own heart, who will lead you with knowledge and understanding. In those days when your numbers have increased greatly in the land, declares the Lord, people will no longer say the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. It will never enter their minds or be remembered. It will not be missed, nor will another one be made. At that time they will call Jerusalem the throne of the Lord, and all nations will gather in Jerusalem to honour the name of the Lord. No longer will they follow the stubbornness of their evil hearts. In those days, the people of Judah will join the people of Israel, and together they will come from a northern land 
to the land I gave your ancestors as an inheritance. I myself said, how gladly would I treat you like my children and give you a pleasant land, the most beautiful inheritance of any nation. I thought you would call me father and not turn away from following me. But like a woman unfaithful to her husband, so you, Israel, have been unfaithful to me, declares the Lord. A cry is heard on barren heights, the weeping and pleading of the people of Israel, because they have perverted their ways and have forgotten the Lord their God. Return, faithless people, I will cure you of backsliding. Yes, we will come to you, for you are the Lord our God. Surely the idolatrous commotion on the hills and mountains is a deception. Surely in the Lord our God is the salvation of Israel. From our youth, shameful gods have consumed the fruits of our ancestors' labour, their flocks and herds, their sons and daughters. Let us lie down in our shame and let our disgrace cover us. We have sinned against the Lord our God, both we and our ancestors. From our youth till this day, we have not obeyed the Lord our God. Jeremiah chapter 4 If you, Israel, will return, then return to me, declares the Lord. If you put your detestable idols out of my sight and no longer go astray, and if in a truthful, just and righteous way you swear, as surely as the Lord lives, then the nations will invoke blessings by him, and in him they will boast. This is what the Lord says to the people of Judah and to Jerusalem. Break up your unploughed ground, and do not sow among thorns. Circumcise yourselves to the Lord. Circumcise your hearts, you people of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Or my wrath will flare up and burn like fire. Because of the evil you have done, burn with no one to quench it. Announce in Judah and proclaim in Jerusalem and say, Sound the trumpet throughout the land. Cry aloud and say, Gather together. Let us free, flee to the fortified cities. Raise the signal to go to Zion. Flee for safety without delay, for I am bringing disaster from the north, even terrible destruction. A lion has come out of his lair. A destroyer of nations has set out. He has left his place to lay waste your land. Your towns will lie in ruins without inhabitant. So put on sackcloth, lament and wail, for the fierce anger of the Lord has not turned away from us. In that day, declares the Lord, the king and the officials will lose heart, the priests will be horrified, and the prophets will be appalled. Then I said, Alas, sovereign Lord, how completely you have deceived this people and Jerusalem by saying you will have peace when the sword is at our throats. At that time, this people and Jerusalem will be told, A scorching wind from the barren heights and the desert blows towards my people, but not to winnow or cleanse. A wind too strong for that comes from me. Now I pronounce my judgments against them. Look, he advances like the clouds. His chariots come like a whirlwind. His horses are swifter than eagles. Woe to us, we are ruined. Jerusalem, wash the evil from your hearts and be saved. How long will you harbour wicked thoughts? A voice is announcing from Dan, proclaiming disaster from the hills of Ephraim. Tell this to the nations, proclaiming concerning Jerusalem. A besieging army is coming from a distant land, raising a war cry against the cities of Judah. They surround her like men guarding a field, because she has rebelled against me, declares the Lord. Your own conduct and actions have brought this on you. This is your punishment. How bitter it is how it pierces to the heart. 
Oh, my anguish, my anguish, I writhe in pain. Oh, the agony of my heart, my heart pounds within me. I cannot keep silent. For I have heard the sound of the trumpet. I have heard the battle cry. Disaster follows disaster. The whole land lies in ruins. In an instant, my tents are destroyed. My shelter in a moment. How long must I see the battle standard and hear the sound of the trumpet? My people are fools. They do not know me. They are senseless children. They have no understanding. They are skilled in doing evil. They know not how to do good. I looked at the earth and it was formless and empty, and at the heavens, and the light was gone. I looked at the mountains, and they were quaking. All the hills were swaying. I looked, and there were no people. Every bird in the sky had flown away. I looked, and the fruitful land was a desert. All its towns lay in ruins, before the Lord, before his fierce anger. This is what the Lord says. The whole land will be ruined, though I will not destroy it completely. Therefore the earth will mourn and the heavens above grow dark, because I have spoken and will not relent. I have decided and will not turn back. At the sound of horsemen and archers, every town takes flight. Say it takes to flight. Some go into the thickets, some climb up among the rocks. All the towns are deserted. No one lives in them. What are you doing, you devastated one? Why dress yourself in scarlet or put on jewels of gold? Why highlight your eyes with makeup? You adorn yourself in vain. Your lovers despise you. They want to kill you. I hear a cry as of a woman in labour, a groan as of one bearing her first child, the cry of daughter Zion gasping for breath, stretching out her hands and saying, Alas, I am fainting. My life is given over to murderers. Now we will go into Second Thessalonians. And it's chapter 3, the final chapter of Second Thessalonians, and it's titled Request for Prayer. As for other matters, brothers and sisters, pray for us that the message of the Lord may spread rapidly and be honoured, just as it was with you. And pray that we, be, that we may be delivered from wicked and evil people. For not everyone has faith, but the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. We have confidence in the Lord that you are doing and will continue to do the things we command. May the Lord direct your hearts into God's love and Christ's perseverance. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we command you, brothers and sisters, to keep away from every believer who is idle and disruptive and does not live according to the teaching you received from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to follow our example. We were not idle when we were with you, nor did we eat anyone's food without paying for it. On the contrary, we work night and day, labouring and toiling, so that we would not be a burden to any of you. We did this not because we do not have the right to such help, but in order to offer ourselves as a model for you to imitate. For even when we were with you, we gave you this rule. The one who is unwilling to work shall not eat. We hear that some among you are idle and disruptive. They are not busy. They are busy bodies. Such people we command and urge in the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and earn the food they eat. And as for you, brothers and sisters, never tire of doing what is good. Take special note of anyone who does not obey our instruction in this letter. Do not associate with them in order that they may feel ashamed. Yet do not regard them as an enemy, but warn them as you would a fellow believer. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. 
The Lord be with all of you. I, Paul, write this greeting in my own hand, which is a distinguishing mark in all my letters. This is how I write. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. There we go. Uh, hopefully you can read that writing. I realise it might be quite small, depending on what kind of uh, device you are using. It might be okay on PC, but if it's on a mobile device, the writing might be small. But uh, I don't think I can make it any bigger, unfortunately. Um, but there we are. That was the uh, Jeremiah uh, 3 and 4 and Second Thess Thessalonians chapter 3. And the initial feeling I get from that is just how quickly things can descend into chaos. And it seems like up until 2020, you know, we, we had a time, and certainly here in the West, where things were going pretty well. You know, we felt we had hope. Our children, you, you know, I've got two children, and I kind of believed that they would have a better future than us. Everything seemed to be going in a reasonable direction. And, you know, you wouldn't think it would have suddenly gone, um, you know, in such a downward spiral as we've seen after COVID and in the situation we're in now. But I want to give you hope because in all of this, we are, you know, I'm quite sure many of you are realising that there is so much evil out there, whether it's in, might be the governments of the, of the lands that we live in, or just horrible things going on, for example, in Ukraine and all over the world. We are being pushed in all these directions with all sorts of you know, propaganda and things. That it's sometimes hard to know what to believe and what not to believe. But in all things, Jesus is the same. So I bless you and commend you to keep to the word and to stick together, build each other up in faith. Because now is the time when we stand out more so than ever. And there are so many people out there who are looking for us. They are looking for Christians. They are looking for Christ. They want the truth. And this is the time when I do believe we will reap a harvest. So let's pray and ask the Lord to move. Lord Jesus, Father in heaven and Holy Spirit, Lord, we give you all the praise and all the glory. We thank you for your word. And for your incredible power that has done wonderful things throughout history and is in work today. Lord, we pray for our families, Lord, that you would keep us well. Lord, I bring before you my son and my daughter, both of whom have chest infections and all sorts of uh, health issues at present. Lord, I pray that you would heal them and restore them completely. And Lord, I pray for anyone listening here, Lord, who have friends and family, especially children, Lord, who are unwell especially with this thing called Strep A and the scarlet fever that is going around Britain just now. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would give us strength and that you would heal the little children, Lord, for they are so special to you. We ask that you would give them full health and complete restoration in your almighty name of Jesus. Lord, help us to stand out now, Lord, to be the disciples that you've called us to be, to bring hope and truth and honesty, Lord, and integrity in everything that we do. We thank you, Jesus. We give you all the praise and all the glory as we come to this special time of Christmas. We celebrate your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you very much for listening or watching here on YouTube today for Bible 365. I hope you have a wonderful day. And if I don't hear from you, well, hopefully I'll see you before Christmas time. But may God bless you with a wonderful Christmas and a great feeling of the Holy Spirit blessing your every move. I look forward to seeing you soon. I'll be back with another reading in a few hours time. Bye just now.